A warm welcome to you all on this Monday, the 23rd of May. As many of you know, these programs aim to introduce triangles to those people who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for those people who are already engaged in triangles to participate in a visualization exercise to support and to strengthen the planetary network. Before we go any further, let us now take a moment to come together as a group on the mental plane by saying the noontime recollection. We know, O oh Lord, of life and love about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. Triangle's work uses the power of focused thought to uplift, transform and illuminate human consciousness. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy through the points of their triangle. Each triangle is part of a vast planetary triangular energy field surrounding the planet through which beneficent healing energies can pour into human consciousness. The network is created and vitalized by the daily work of each individual member. The cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole, lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. Triangle's work takes only a few minutes and it can be done at any time during the day. It is completed by the sounding of the great invocation which focuses and releases the spiritual energies available, energizing and stimulating the planetary network of light and of goodwill. So if you are new to the work and resonate to the theme of planetary service through the power of thought, then please consider forming a triangle you can do this through the chat box here on the webinar. And if you do form a triangle, then please do register it.
Let us now go into our visualization. Let's take a moment to visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. Now visualize within that sphere a triangle. This is the triangle of the three primary planetary centers, Shambhala, the head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now, superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the center and through the five points of the planetary star. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, Visualize these outpouring energies, enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. 
we reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. We are now a week after the Wesak festival in the sign of Taurus with its keynote, I see and when the eye is open, all is light. Light can be understood both from the vibratory angle and philosophically from the angle of true knowledge that is the soul. We live and move and have our being within a field of vibratory activity, energies of differing vibrations that constitute differing levels of light. From an esoteric perspective, however, we know that all true esoteric activity raises vibration, producing greater light and illumination whereby the inherent light of substance is intensified and qualified by the higher light of the soul. There are four types of light substance that affect all forms of life on our planet. We have the light of the sun, the light in the planet itself, its own inherent radiance, and a light seeping in steadily and gradually from the astral plane that is slowly fusing with the other two types of radiance. The fourth type comes from the mental plane, a light in its turn reflected from the realm of the soul. The quality of light substance we read has changed several times during the ages. And as it has changed, it has produced corresponding mutations in the phenomenal world. It is this fluctuation in the quality of light that has brought changes in the animal, vegetable and human life forms over history. We are at the later stages of a cyclical change in light that began around the time when the uses of electricity were discovered. It was this change in light that was, that was the cause of the discovery. And it is electricity's widespread use that is one of the things which is inaugurating the new age. This current cyclical change in light continues until 2025, where it will then stabilize at its new level. This relatively new light, which is now peaking in power, is helping to dissipate the veil 
between the astral and physical plane. It is creating rents within the dividing etheric web, which is permitting a more rapid inflow of light from the astral plane. As this astral light, which has a starry radiance, blends more closely with the light of the planet, it will have significant physical effects upon humanity and the other three kingdoms in nature. It affects, for example, the structure of the human eye, which will slowly adjust to the potency and intensity of this new light. And this will eventually bring a widespread ability to see the nature of the etheric. The infrared, an ultraviolet array of color, which are at present hidden from view, will become evident to an increasing majority. People will see within the form and the multitude of lives that exist there. They will become aware of previously unseen colors and realms of great beauty and translucence that make up the world around them. And the higher plane colors will be glimpsed and sought after. We are told that it is also a time, the first time in human history, where the three spiritual centers of Shambhala, hierarchy and humanity are unitedly focused on the same objective, which is an intensification of the light of the world. An objective that will receive significant impulse with the reappearance of the Christ who is self-proclaimed as the light of the world. With him, there will come an irradiation of matter in a fashion unknown before that will flood humanity, bringing illumination to minds and hearts and bringing light into all the dark places of human living. This illumination is in evidence everywhere in the world today. The darkness and that which has in the past been so well hidden is being forced into the light. And the public mind is increasingly aware as to that which is in need of transformation and redemption. It is happening in all areas of human living. And much of this great revealing process is thanks to electricity because it powers our communication systems such as the internet and media. This is having a profound effect on the astral plane, placing it in a state of great turmoil. The inflow of buddhic energy onto the astral that comes as the Christ makes his reappearance is also bringing about a release of the energy of goodwill into the hearts of people everywhere, predisposing them towards right human relations and inspiring a deep desire to make right the corruption and suffering that is being revealed on every hand. When the Buddha was on earth and achieved illumination, he let in a flood of light upon the world 
and through his enunciation of the four noble truths, he brought greater understanding of the human condition and the problems humanity faces. His body of disciples formulated those four great truths into a structure of dogma and doctrine that by the power of collective thought has greatly helped in the attack upon world illusion. Today, the Christ and the new group of world servers are carrying forward the same great task and striking a second blow at world glamour. It is, however, only the intuition that can dispel illusion. And this is the reason for the current world need for trained intuitives. The service we can therefore render the Christ in this great work is training ourselves in the building of the Antakarana because this bridge links the soul-infused lower mind or group mind with the higher mind, which has access to the realm of buddhi, the realm of the intuition. It is a bridge built in mental substance through the process of meditation. The creative imagination, the power of visualization, and the ability to raise consciousness to the highest available and hold it there at a point of tension, forges a link across the mental plane, bringing us into contact with the higher realms. Building the Antikrana is a group endeavor because it is, it is a soul endeavor. So it is necessary when taking on this training to do it as part of a group who then work together to raise their combined light and build in that light. This brings to mind the Tibetan's words. He says, Pisces has seen during 2000 years the spreading light. Aquarius will see the rising light. And of both of these, the Christ is the eternal symbol. So as we go into our meditation, let us raise our combined light to touch the light of Christ, the light of the world, and hold it there at a point of tension. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group.
in the center of the will of God I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination linked with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle.
Visualize the energies of love, light and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangles Network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere.
sounds a great invocation, silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. from the center which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power Restore the plan on earth.
Thank you. So this is your chance now. If anyone has any comments, thoughts or impressions. So if you wish to speak, um, then please raise your hand or um, type a comment in the question box. Someone was asking for the transcript. There is a transcript in the chat. It's asking for it to be put on again. Um, let me see if I can do that. Just bear with me. Oh, where have you gone? Um, I've gotten there, Christine. Okay. Thank you. So it's on, on in the chat now if you. If anyone is interested in the role of intuitives, um, you may find Glamour a World Problem, pages 177 to 184, useful reading. I think there is a hand up actually. Let me see. Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Uh, yes, thank you. Okay. All right, thanks for thanks for that talk, uh, Christine. Pleasure. There's a uh, a comment on Facebook. Uh, Sam Lama on the Lucius Trust page is looking for Triangles Partners. So if anybody would like to connect with him, you can uh, reach out to him there, presumably. If you, if, um, so how would they do that? Does it come through on the- um... on, on the main Lucius Trust page on Facebook. Okay. Uh, the, the stream of the video is posted there. And so you can just go in the comments and uh, respond to Sam Lama's comment if anybody's interested. Oh, that would be wonderful if, if anyone can actually set up a triangle with him. Uh, there's a uh, an interesting question by somebody else. Minete Crystal Kotze. Mm -hmm. What happens when one of the triad points is a dark entity and the other two light? Does this transmute the energy to light? Hmm. It's an interesting question. I would have thought that dark entities would not be attracted to working um, in a triangle because triangle works with light. So it's not something that would presumably come into their awareness. So I don't think you really have to worry about that. Plus the fact we work with the soul. 
in the group light and the soul has protective protective qualities so all of the all of us who work with the soul and in soul light are protected by that light so i wouldn't worry about coming across dark entities in this work we have, uh, I think, one more question that's that's relevant from YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's from uh, Lorena Liano. Uh, I assume this is a woman. She says, I would like to join formally as part of the Triangles Network. Do I have to memorize all the meditation before? Not at all. You can, you can uh, have a, it's not a long meditation. Literally, it's just uh, connecting with your two other partners and saying the great invocation and that is it and there are great invocation cards available which you can keep with you and when you do your triangles you can read it from the card and eventually as you do it more and more it becomes you know it settles in the memory and you don't have to read read the read it out anymore um, some people do continue to read it so it doesn't matter it's the it's focusing and just saying the great invocation with commitment and trying to visualize as you say it the words trying to visualize how they work out in the world that's all i have for now Thank you. So there are a few comments coming in. Oh, what have we got here? Um, yeah, Sam says, it's a good reminder that the universe always supports us and love surrounds us all in our united goal. Thank you, Sam. Suzanne asks, how many types of light are there? Whether the four types that I mentioned in the talk, the light from the sun, the inherent light within the planet itself, light from the astral plane, and light from the mental plane, which is reflected light from the soul. And of course, the soul has um, different vibrations of light also. Um, because there's the light of the intuition, which is the higher light that is part of the spiritual triad. Um, so the monad has three aspects. That is the abstract mind, the um, buddhic mind, 
and the atmic, I suppose you can call them all mind, and they all have differing vibrations and differing levels of light. So I'm having a slight problem with my mouth, which doesn't want to move in the right direction. Um, Lewis says, this was an extraordinary experience for me. Sometimes many things act together to heighten. Oh, it's gone. To heighten and step up. Oh, hold on. Heighten and step up the energy. Working in group formation heightens and stop the energy. And that's the beauty of Triangle's work because three of you work together. And when you do that, your energies combine, you work on soul levels and that heightens and increases your potency. and the potency of the work. Hmm. Sorry, I am having troubles with my mouth. It, okay, so thank you. Um, And Georges says, the Christ consciousness, the light of the world is shining increasingly, increasingly on earth. It's very much in evidence at the moment and has been for a while. And we must take real comfort in that because that energy is bringing change and transformation, helping us into the new age. And Angela says, the light certainly is shining on dark places lately. <laughs> there will be many revelations in our near future. Absolutely. So Clint says, thank you. Um, you mentioned building the Antakarana and bringing down Buddhic energy into the higher mind. Does the will energy from the atmic plane enter the lower mind also via the higher mind? So the, the lower mind, when soul infused, can build a link to the higher mind. And that channel, it then becomes a channel for those higher tridal energies to enter into the lower mind the soul-infused lower mind. So it is actually a group construct. And it's only in a group that you can, um, that you can cope with the potency of those higher energies 
So that's why it's so important for the mind to be infused with the soul, infused with the group. And those energies then can travel down the antikarana into the mind. Now, of course, the lower mind has to be able to um, formalize what's coming in from the higher, higher realms. It has to use the creative imagination to create forms because those higher realms are actually formless in nature. So it's an energy that the lower mind, the soul infused lower mind then works with to create forms that then can work out and be useful to humanity. So Wayne says, in relation to Christine's earlier comments about the Antikrana, this quote from DK may encourage increased spiritual strenuous and tension. So the quote is, today the true teaching of meditation and construction of the bridge of light between the triad and the personality are the most advanced teaching giving, given anywhere. And that's rule five in the rays um, the rays and initiations. Thank you for that, Clint, uh, Wayne, sorry. And Matthew says, physical light allows us to see the outer physical world. Inner subjective light is our consciousness, which is needed for inner spiritual seeing, insight and intuition. Also, the light of the intuition will dissipate astral glamours and mental illusions. So may the light of our consciousness and intuition awaken. Thank you for that, Matthew. That's very helpful. Thank you. And Angela says, imagination stimulates the penal gland, both in waking and in dreaming, where the actual tangible light will one day be seen in the head. Thank you. Matthew makes the important connection that there are seven levels of light, seven levels of consciousness, seven levels of experience. And as Catherine points out, um, we are in the higher interlude of the spiritual year and the quality of light is much more brilliant and much more potent at this time of, of year. And that is wonderful because we're working with these potent energies, but we also have to be a little careful because those very potent energies can lead to overstimulation, which um, we have to guard against at this time of year. Overstimulation can um, come about uh, by uh, restlessness, uh, not being able to sleep. Um, sometimes it makes the mind even more busy than normal. So we do have to be a little careful.
And as Sam points out, the cycle of conference work that we're doing at the moment, um, always needs more workers in meditation and it's great group work to do. Um, if any of you are interested in the cycle of conferences work, you can find, if you look that up on the Lucy's Trust website, you can um, get in contact and all the information about the cycles work will be sent to you. It's really important work where people, um, subjective workers get together to generate light, to aid. Those are very important conferences that go on around the world at, from time to time. So please do find out more about that work and perhaps participate. Hello again. Hello. Some, uh, additional comments from mm -hmm. Facebook. Amy Riggs asks, can you work with more than one triangle? It seems like. Absolutely. Um, you, you, you don't, basically you can work with a few triangles all at once. Um, you just have to make the triangles, sort of visualize the triangles that you're working with in your mind, and then you say the great invocation once. So it's not like you have to say the great invocation every separately for every triangle. So as long as you visualize in your mind clearly the various triangles that you have, and then say the great invocation. And there's another comment from Perla Grass. Is there actually one conscious mind and we achieve its space, so to say, different aspects of mind, thought, the evolution of human form? Maybe, uh, I mean, throughout the evolution of human form. Well, they do say that, if you read the teachings, that all is mind, that God is the universal mind. And within that great mind, there are as you say, levels of consciousness. There are several uh, comments and questions, I guess follow-ups from Minette Crystal Coates, who was asking about uh, what if there's a triangle with uh, two light and one dark, if you'd like to get into those. Well, I, I did say, I, I I haven't, can't actually see those, but I did say that, that, that that is unlikely that there would be two light and one dark. Firstly, because dark entities would not be drawn into the, this work. Secondly, it's work that's on soul levels and that is naturally protective. So dark entities aren't gonna get a look in. Um, uh, Lewis does ask, um, what does overstimulation look like? Um, and that, as I said before, it, it, it can manifest as sort of a very 
restless mind, a, a very busy mind. Um, it could be that you find difficulty sleeping, um, fidgety, um, anxious, over-anxious. Those are the kinds of things you need to look out for. And, you know, in, in this time of the higher interlude, long meditations are not advisable. Make them short, direct, don't sit in the light, you know, um, allowing your mind to wander all over the place. Focus on the work, do your work, and then make it short, sharp, and potent. Um, okay. And Sam says, um, it's nice to see millionaires asking to be taxed more. Absolutely. And Clint says, wouldn't the light repel the dark if there was a triangle group promoting darkness? Triangles works in light and goodwill. Now, there may be dark entities that work in the dark, but the, I don't know anything about that because I work in the light and we all work in the light. And the best thing to not... Um, to not give any power to these darker entities is to not think about them. Don't think about the dark, think about the light, think about the soul, think about the group. Do not give any part of your mind to anything that is dark. And that is how you protect yourself from and protect the group and protect humanity from darkness. So, Let's not hear anything more about the darkness because we are light workers and that's where our focus is. Okay, well, thank you so much, all of you, for your contributions and for your work this evening in this really potent and powerful meditation that we do together every week. So let us now just take a moment now. Take a moment in quiet before we finish. Thank you, and uh, I look forward to working with you all again next week. <laughs>